Okay, just as a introduction, my name is Miss Davis, and I am the adult services librarian over at the Vista Grande Library. I am also deaf, so if you have any questions and I stare at you blankly, that would be why. I do have a speech-to-text app, and I do read lips to some degree, so uh, bear with me, but usually I can manage. In the back, there's a little sneaky hallway for, uh, for bathrooms if everybody needs it. And then there's, of course, there's cookies and water here if anybody needs that as well. So we'll go ahead and get started, and I'll introduce our first author, who actually was here last year as well, and uh, was featured in the Dispatch. All right. So Ron Collins was born in Charlotte, Michigan, and he worked for the Michigan Department of Transportation for 30 years and was fortunate enough to live and travel all over the Great Lakes State. Ron is a graduate of Lawrence Te Technological University in Southfield, Michigan. <laughs> he is a licensed professional engineer and is uh, licensed in both Michigan and Arizona. Rod has been writing for over 30 years, but mostly for technical books and trade magazines. He started his novella writing in 2018. His first book, Next of Kin, won a blue ribbon at the 2019 Pinal County Fair. He continues writing for the enjoyment of finding out what his characters are doing next and to keep his readers satisfied. Rod is retired and lives with his wife here in Arizona. Thank you very much. I want to thank uh, the Inklings for helping me along with my novels, uh, especially uh, Dina in the Casagrande Library. Just wonderful people. We have uh, should be very proud of uh, all the services they provide for this community. The um, first book that I wrote introduced the characters that I continued with. Uh, the characters is uh, Detective Jim Herrick. Uh, Michigan State Police, he is a homicide detective. And mid-40s, twice divorced, and his uh, sidekick in the books is a stepdaughter, Amy Hamilton. Amy Hamilton, she is in her early 20s. And while he was married to Amy's mother, uh, uh, Amy was a teenager and she was fascinated by all the work that Jim did, his, her stepdad did. And so she went into a career herself of criminology. She went to Michigan State University and after she graduated, she's now working for the Michigan State Police Crime Lab. So that's as a pair then in the first book, she's the, she is the technical computer whiz He's the street smart Scott cop. So in the first book then, they help solve together using their various skills, a uh, serial murderer. Now in the second book, they continue on. I'm gonna read from the back here. Someone is stealing cars and not just any cars. They are stealing expensive antique cars from around the country stolen from members of the exclusive Geezer Car Club, who are friends of Michigan State Police Detective Jim Herrick. But Herrick is assigned to Homicide Division, not car theft. He can offer his expertise to help track the thieves, but tragically a murder soon makes it homicide as well. 
Meanwhile, his criminology-trained stepdaughter Amy has her own challenges when a friend asks for help solving a crime. Will she be able to use her deductive skills and the techniques she learned from Herrick to determine who really committed the crime? Together and on their own, they end up chasing cars. Going to read a portion of the book here, and I want to set up the, the situation. The Amy and her dad are in a diner. And picture a diner, the old retro style, looks like a train car, silver, and uh, you walk in the front, bathrooms on one side, long counter, tables down at the other side. They are just finishing up their, their, their dinner that they're having. They've been talking about the problems they are each having and giving each other advice on their crimes. The dinner is over and Amy excuses herself to go to the ladies room. Chasing Cars Chapter 18. Herrick had just laid a five on the table when the diner door opened and a guy came in. The hairs on the back of Herrick's neck tingled. It didn't look right. The fellow was dressed in sweatpants and a dark hoodie pulled up covering most of his face. He twitched from side to side as he cased first right then left. The gun came out in an instant pointing at the waitress's head. All the money now! He shouted, pushing the waitress toward the cash register. One of the patrons at the table near the cash register rose quickly. It appeared that he was trying to help the waitress get out of the way. Everybody sit down. The thief pointed his gun towards the man. Nerves and adrenaline were rushing through the thief's body. He had inadvertently tightened his finger on the trigger. The gun went off and the helpful patron was hit in the stomach and collapsed on the floor. Two ladies in another booth started to get up. Sit, I said, don't move. We are nurses, one of them spoke. We can help him. No, sit. Herrick had risen and had moved several feet closer. His SIG 239 was in his right hand, hidden behind his hip. The thief turned his attention to Herrick. Don't move. Don't come any closer. Amy had heard the shot and quickly ending her business came rushing out of the restroom right into the thief. The thief grabbed her and pulled her into him. Now he had his left arm around her chest and his right hand pointing the gun to her forehead. Amy was facing her stepdad with terror in her eyes. Two Lansing police cars, lights and siren on, pulled up to the front of the restaurant. The officers exited their cars, but seeing the hostage situation through the windows, they took up defensive positions behind their car doors. Hey, guy. Harry had his left hand up in the air and took another step closer. Let's all be calm now. We can work it out. No one else has to get hurt. The thief turned towards Harry. Stay back or I'll pop this bitch. 
Herrick stopped. Look, no need for that. All you got now is attempted robbery and an assault. Harry looked down at the patron. He was doubled up on the floor. Blood was slowly pooling up beside him. Harry knew he needed medical help fast. Okay, look, this guy is dying. You don't want that. You want to end this now so we can help him. If he dies, you're looking at murder one. That's life with no parole. You sound like a cop. No, I'm an attorney. I work criminal cases all the time. Herrick stepped a few feet closer. Let her go. Drop the gun and I'll represent you. No charge. Herrick lied. No, I ain't going back to prison. This is what's going to happen, Mr. Attorney. You go out there and you tell those cops to back off now. This bitch is coming with me. Anyone get in my way, she dies. They die. They have one minute, got it? Both Amy and Herrick knew that if he took Amy with him, she was dead. Amy's eyes caught Herrick's. He stared back, but with a purpose in his eyes. She was trying to pull it all the, together, but then the connection was made. Have I hooked you? What happens next? I like to write um, uh, novellas. There's some authors that we like very much that write novels that, that we enjoy reading and, and listening to on, on card tapes. Uh, the one reason I like novellas is you're, the chapters are short, the action goes a lot faster. We're not going to spend five pages of a guy walking down the street knowing whatever step he takes. So that's why I like writing novellas. And if you're hooked and want to again find out what's next, meet me at the table and I'll sell you a copy of it.